All right. We'll give a minute for Chuck. This is the City of Brecksville Recreation Commission meeting. I'd like to call to order at 6.32. Full wear. Firestone is absent. Ganim? Yes. Hannah? Yes. Kern? Yes. Lazaridis? Yes. Molesky? Yes. Thank you all for being here and uh, the change of venue as we enjoy this sunny summer evening here. Uh, gathering at a place that's been called many things and is going to be called something different tonight, but we're currently at the old stadium or the pit or all the old words we may used to say, but later on it's going to be something else special. Uh, with that, the first motion of business is to approve the minutes from the previous meeting. Do I hear any changes? Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. Bolware? Firestone is absent. Ganim? Yes. Hannah? Yes. Kern? Um, abstain. Lazaridis? Yes. Molesky? Abstain. All right, moving on. All right, moving into our report section uh, for the evening. I am up first with our council representative report. Uh, first, I'm excited to share the news that we received on Friday of an emergency grant awarded for the Riverview slippage. We received the news that we were getting 90% of the project costs covered, an amazing win for our administration in securing these funds to quickly fix the road closure. On Saturday, September 9th is Shred Day, and then that evening is the firefighters' clam bake, so it'll be a busy day here in Brecksville. Starting on September 5th, the MyCivic 311 app will go live. This upgrade in our technolo technological infrastructure will certainly bring an ease and accessibility for our community to stay connected and offer a next level of civic engagement. Be sure to read the recent bulletin for more information. And lastly, I'm very much looking forward to the dedications taking place here shortly. That concludes my report. Any questions? Hearing none, moving on to the Recreation Director's report. Ms. Angle. Thank you, AJ. A couple quick things. Our, full, our fall programs registration did open August 1st. We still have a couple openings left in um, some items, our volleyball league, our co-ed volleyball league, um, and Jamie will go in further to in his athletic report. Um, we do have fall acting class, which will be the first time that they are holding auditions for the first class. We have our fall pickleball tournament registration still going on. That's going to be September 22nd and 23rd. Uh, looking forward to hosting our second tournament. Our first one went very well. We have a couple of pickleball lessons 
that um, have started and are filling up very nicely. We have two adult sessions, and then we also have one um, children's session that is still filling up. We have our instructor, Claudia Fontana, who has written, I believe, three pickleball books, and she comes highly recommended um, by some other recreation departments, so we're looking forward to having her. The first session is actually tonight, starting at 6 to 8 p.m. in our Blossom Hill Fieldhouse. Recapping some of our special events, our Christmas in July event, which was on the 24th, was um, a smashing success. We had 250 people there, and uh, music was great. Um, Everyone was participating and dressed up, so it was really, really nice evening. We had our trike and bike event Saturday, August 12th, and that was at the Blossom Hill property. And um, many participants, I believe overall, um, just under 200 riders. And so that was our second year hosting it, and it, it um, went off very good. We had our second flick on the field, August 18th. We showed the Mario movie and provided popcorn. We did move our location onto the one side of the turf field and set up, um, thank you to Miles and his crew, set up the, the big blow up screen. And that went well, a little bit cooler of a night, but we had a nice turnout. Mark your calendars for our highly anticipated event in October. October 22nd will be our Booville event, and that'll begin at 1245 and we'll go till 4 p.m. You'll see a lot of updates and news uh, blasted out about that. And we're looking forward to hosting it. And that's all I have, AJ. Thank you, Rachel. Does anyone have any questions? Uh, moving on to the athletic area report. Jamie. Thank you, AJ. Um, in addition to the pickleball lessons and tournament that Rachel uh, mentioned earlier. Um, we do have our bocce league is currently wrapping up their tournament. Um, very successful season uh, this past summer. Um, they were more than ecstatic to find out that the courts were redone by the service department. So just want to give them a shout out for doing that. Um, the soccer academy also started this past weekend. Um, we currently have uh, 225 kids enrolled in that. Um, the new instructor, John Farrell, is doing a tremendous job um, taking over that um, from Justin Thacker. Uh, as Rachel mentioned, uh, youth volleyball, currently registration are still open for that. We have 29 kids signed up for that, and that is slated to start September 23rd with games. Um, right now we got one team at the third and fourth grade level and two teams at the fifth and sixth grade level. The lacrosse clinic is slated to start next Tuesday, and that will be 5.30 to 7 on Tony Nikolai turf field up at Blossom. Currently have 46 kids registered for that. Still looking for a couple more um, to round those numbers out. Um, lastly, I, lastly uh, registration is open for our fall adult co-ed volleyball league. That will take place at on Sunday evenings up at the Blossom Hill Fieldhouse as well as peewee basketball which is slated to start in october on saturday mornings and that concludes my report thank you it's good to hear the transition of leadership is going well for mr thacker as yeah. well that's good any questions all right hearing none moving on to our aquatic area report louise thank you uh so we are wrapping up summer our last weekend of the outdoor pool will be this coming weekend, which is Labor Day weekend. We'll be open Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. 
Uh, the pool hours are scheduled or are published online. And if you have any specific questions, please call the community center front desk. Once Labor Day weekend's over, uh, we begin our maintenance shutdown, our fall maintenance shutdown, in which our natatorium activity pool and obviously outdoor pool will be shut down. This year we're shutting down for almost, uh, it should be about four weeks. Um, we have some, we're replacing our main natatorium recirculation pump and we're doing some structural repairs to the natatorium and some cosmetic work. Uh, once all that is done, we really start our m annual cleaning and you know heavy duty cleaning and maintenance that we normally would do. Uh, once we reopen uh, in early October, uh, our fall swim lessons will begin. This uh, season they will be uh, twice a week in the evenings uh, for four weeks. And we'll also have swim clinic and we'll have kids and company during the day once a week. Uh, currently, we have the high school cross country team uh, coming in to swim once a week. They swim and do yoga. Uh, so they come in once a week and throughout the remainder of their season. Once that ends at the end of October, uh, the high school swim team will begin. So starting the last week, I think, of October, uh, high school swim team will begin coming in every day, so expect that. And other than that, uh, it was a good summer. Uh, looking forward to a good last weekend and a good fall. Any questions? Cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Louise. Moving on for our fitness area report, Rhonda. Good evening. Two items of business tonight in the fitness area. We just received the order of um, fitness equipment that was approved back in April, was delivered this past Thursday. Everything's in good working order, and I've heard lots of positive comments. And the second item I wanted to report on, the new fitness schedule will take, begin taking place on September 5th. We have several new classes, and Christy Caruso will be coming back to teach two classes a week. And there will be many senior classes as well as yoga classes. That concludes my report. Thank you. Moving on to our CVYO report, Miss English. Good evening. So all our fall programs for the CVYO are up in Run and center. All right. Okay. CVYO, the Youth Travel Program, has its fall sports up and running, which include football, soccer, and then there's lacrosse and baseball, fast pitch workouts going on. Uh, we uh, enjoy great support from the city of Brexville for uh, the preparation of the fields and this year is no exception so thanks to the service department and to jamie and his crew for uh, coordinating all that really appreciate it in september uh, there'll be basketball tryouts already starting uh, for the uh, travel basketball program and then i also want to mention a uh, thank you to the city of brexville and the service department for the work that's going on at city hall in regards to some repair on the fencing and the walkway for the baseball fields. That concludes my report. Any questions? Thank you, Meg. Any questions? All right. 
There are no other items on the agenda as far as old business or new business. Are there any public comments? Well, we're very much looking forward to the dedication beginning here at 7 p.m. Uh, with that, I move to adjourn the Rec Commission at 643. Yes. Hannah. Yes. Yes. Molesky. Yes. We are adjourned.
Just move in tight, that's all. Okay, folks. I think we'll begin the uh, we'll begin the program on behalf of the uh, city of Brexville, the Brexville Recreation Commission, uh, Brexville City Council. We welcome each and every one of you. Uh, we're sorry about the sun in your eyes. Um, with me is our president of council, Laura Redinger. Vice President of Council, Dominic Caruso. Council members, Beth Savage, Ann Kepke, Daryl Kingston, and Recreation Chairman and Member of Council, A.J. Gannam. Where's Stucky? Is Brian not here? Well, we, we thought Brian would be here, but Brian Stuckey is also a member of City Council. Uh, this is indeed an honor for all of us. And when I say all of us, I mean up, up here and out there. Uh, I think you all were aware of the fact that this took place a few months ago at City Council. Uh, council passed resolutions naming the field, the football field here after Ralph DeSantis. <laughs> and naming the entire complex in honor of Joe Vadini. <laughs> it's amazing the stories that have been told since this took place. The stories of all of you about the impact that these two fine men had on your lives. All the way from the extreme of Mark Glasgow, who unfortunately passed away. Mark Glasgow saying, if it were not for Joe Vadini, I'd have been in jail. From that degree all the way up to, he was just a wonderful, wonderful guy and 
Ralph was a wonderful coach and a teacher and all the good things. And, you know, the young ladies that are out there that uh, thought Joe was the cutest guy in the world. And I remember when the little, uh, the little Vidini came along. Mike, I don't remember when. It was at one of our games. They, we had a parade. And uh, it was such a big thing. I think every cheerleader was in love with Joe Vidini. Uh, I don't know about Ralph. What do you think? <laughs> Ralph was sort of a, yeah, yeah, I think Ralph too, I, th I think. I think Ralph too. Not much to be said that hasn't been said about them, but what I'd like to do s is take just a few moments and call upon a few of you to uh, say some things about uh, Ralph and about Joe. You know, Joe Vidini, um, Years ago, I'm, I'm trying to think of how many years now, uh, a stone was placed, in, engraved, and put up by the stadium because the city had a policy that they do not name facilities after anyone. I'm sorry, not the city, the school, the school board. And as much as everybody black, tried to blackmail them and argued with them and threatened them with their levies, uh, they would not relent. So uh, we did the next best thing. We got the property from them so we could do this. <laughs> now, don't believe that. It's maybe a, a smidgen of truth in that. But the bottom line is the city took over this property in a trade with the school. And uh, we're now starting to make some improvements and will continue to. But uh, in honor now of Joe Vidini and Ralph DeSantis, it's uh, really a great thing, and I feel so proud for our city and for all of us and all of you, especially those who in some way their, your lives were touched by these two fine men. So without further ado, uh, I'm looking out in the audience. There was a young man who um, uh, did a, a wonderful thing for Ralph DeSantis, and that is he stood up and he introduced him and... Uh, recommended him but introduced him when he was put in the gallery of achievement uh, he doesn't know that I'm going to call upon him like some of you will not know that I'm calling upon you but uh, Ken Ganley if you'd come forward and speak about Mr. DeSantis as you did as you did during uh, his induction to the gallery Ken I'm a little surprised. I had no idea that Mayor Ruby would ask me to uh, speak here. So I'll be very brief uh, and simply tell you that Coach DeSantis was not only a wonderful teacher, uh, but, but probably the, one of the best coaches uh, a young man could ever have in Brecksville. He touched thousands of lives. He taught us accountability, discipline. He taught us how to win because for a lot of years, his teams never lost a game. Uh, but the boys always had an unbelievable amount of respect for Coach DeSantis. And he, he was just one of those guys that you wanted to play as hard as you could possibly play for him. Um, I miss him dearly. He was like a second father to me. And uh, I, I love the DeSantis family. And you guys are all wonderful. And uh, this couldn't be a more special night uh, 
to to have here for Coach uh, D and Coach Fadini. So thank you all for being here, Mr. Mayor. Thank you also for for being part of that. Where's Neil Fox? He went home? No. Come on up here. You know, Joe was extremely proud of Neil for this reason. Neil was the first Rexville wrestler, and you know Joe started that program. He was the first wrestler that took a place in the state championship. In 1962, in 1962, the great class of 1962, this kid went to Columbus, wrestled in the 154 class, and came in second. And I'll tell you what, that was quite an achievement. Joe was so proud of that and always spoke about his love for Neil. Unaccustomed as I am to public speaking, I will uh, make my remarks very brief. Uh, there's not much I could say about Joe that I could repeat in mixed company. <laughs> but Joe always told me, and this kind of echoes what Mark Glasgow said, that I was going to go places if I didn't behave like Sing Sing and Alcatraz. <laughs> I spent a lot of time down here with Coach Vidini, Coach Sustersek, and I learned a lot. First of all, keep your mouth shut and do what you're told. And I can't thank Joe Bedini and his family enough for all the success I've had. Uh, he was more than a father to me. And I often thought about quitting the teams that he coached, but I was afraid the son of a bitch would kill me. <laughs> so thank you very much. <laughs> A.J. Gannum. I was asked to speak on behalf of the Brexville Recreation Commission, and I'm humbled with this opportunity to publicly give just a portion of the accolades, praise, and thanks that these men deserve after dedicating themselves to generations of our community. Although no words can mend the void left by loss, we offer this as a symbol, a testament to the legacy forged by Mr. Jovedini and Mr. Ralph DeSennis. My family didn't initially start as a fan of Joe. Well, my mother cheered for the Blue Devils of Independence High School in the 60s, so when they would face Brexville, he was coaching while she was on the sidelines cheering for the other team. Fast forward a decade or so later, and my father, Ron, coached under Mr. Vidini for some time, including the storied state championship season. And a fun fact, that was the first of 18 that my dad was alive for. But our family spent Sundays together for coaches' meetings and such, and Coach V's standards and practices helped shape the standards my parents then instilled in their athletes, and there is still residual effect in our operations today. Coach DeSantis, although being this close to the hill is a bit triggering, <laughs> it's an honor to be here today, decades later, and being a part of this recognition. From the lessons in his classroom, learning the rest of the story <laughs> or his ability to speak loudly and carry a big stick. 
To his eighth grade football winning streak, Coach D earned the respect from his students, athletes, and peers while inspiring them to be the best, best version of themselves. Although the class I was in ended that streak, his impact clearly affected more to this community than the scoreboard that used to be over there. To the Vidini and DeSantis families, the Rec Commission extends heartfelt thanks for supporting this deserving recognition. Thank you, AJ. Uh, speaking of scoreboards, the city received a grant to start to do this work that we're doing here. And there will be a new scoreboard that will be erected there and it will have uh, Joe Vidini's name on the, uh, on the scoreboard announcing this complex. There is a sign as you're coming in that will be unveiled uh, as you're going out, you'll see it, for Ralph DeSantis, introduction as you enter this field. And then at each of the driveways on Stadium Drive is the Joe Vidini uh, dedication so everyone who comes in either from the east or from the west will see that this complex, which as I was growing up was known as the athletic field, I understand listening to AJ was called what, the pit? The pit. That was later on. Uh, but we called it the athletic field. And I remember the band marching down the hill. And you, you all remember all those things for, for football season and how it was. Mike Caruso, are you, uh, are you somewhere around here? Here's Mike Caruso. He's a class of 66. Mike was an outstanding wrestler, an outstanding football player. And uh, he wasn't much bigger than he is right now, if you, if you notice. And he used to cut down. He would pull, and he cut down these big beasts on these defensive lines. They didn't even know it was coming. They felt this little pinch in their legs, and the next thing they know, they were on their butt. Mike Caruso. Before I talk about Coach Vidini and Coach DeSantis, um, we need to say thank you to Jerry Ruby because up at Blossom there is a soccer field named after the soccer coach that has won three state championships, and there's a baseball diamond named after Mike Harwood, and now we're going to have the Joe Vidini Complex and, the, uh, and Mr. DeSantis football field. Um, and it's all because of Jerry. Uh, he took it upon himself to make sure that the memory of these people does not get lost. Uh, they were all very strong teachers, coaches, husbands, and fathers. And he wanted to make sure that the next generation knew about these people. And with the information that he has put out and the naming of fields, people will be asking, and it'll be nice for our children and grandchildren to know how special these individuals were. I was pretty lucky. I got to play for Joe, and I got to coach with Ralph. Ralph and I coached travel team soccer. Neither one of us ever played soccer. But in, with and a little story about Ralph. I mean, he never did anything halfway, whether it be in the classroom, whether it be his spring trip with his eighth graders, or on an athletic field. He took great pride in trying to do the very best 
to represent Brooksville the way he felt it should be represented. And the best part about Ralph was to travel with him. He had stories about Jerry Becker, about Joe Vadini, about Ed Herrick, who is here today and still coaching, about players that had played here. It would, when you traveled with him, you heard so many great stories about Brooksville. And he was so, even though he grew up and went to Cauga Heights, he was so very proud of the Bees. In relation to Coach Vadini, he was a very, very old school taskmaster. Um, my ninth grade year, the, the varsity football team got beat by Brooklyn, and that cost them the. Well, when we showed up that for the next year, two a days, starting with day one, we practiced a play every day, to, which was going to be the first play against Brooklyn. And, you know, that team was pretty impressive. There was a guy by the name of Jim Lidd that was as big as the, many of the Cleveland Browns football players today. And everybody knew that if Jim Lidd got the ball, he was going to run with it. Well, Joe practiced this play every day, every day. And I think everybody on the Brexel stands knew that this play was coming. Well, the reason that this, this happened is Joe was bound and determined that he was not going to get embarrassed by Brooklyn again. And I think that started the first undefeated season he had, and I think we beat Brooklyn by over 40 points. Um, and it just it continued. I mean, he, he demanded not only that you did well on the football field, he demanded that you did well in school and in the community. If he found out that you were uh, a little lax in your behavior, he had no problem kicking your rear end. And in those days, he would kick your rear end and then hit you with a clipboard over the side of the head. <laughs> and he had this raspy voice. And his, his son Joey was walking in today. Joe stopped. We were talking. Joe sounds just like his dad. <laughs> and he's starting to look like him, except that he coaches at North Royalton. <laughs> but no, uh, for, the, for the people that are here in today, I will tell you, Ralph and Joe would be so very happy to see all of you, and he would have stories about each one of you. Thank you. Thanks, yep, thanks Joe. Could we get the uh, DeSantis family to come forward, please? Oh, oh, you're here. My goodness. And so are the Vedinis. Well, I didn't know that. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm trying to think about when you were a young girl. I remember a cookout at your dad's and mom's house. And um, I think you were the young lady that was running around the yard making a lot of noise, And uh, if I remember correctly. Were you there then or not? Or that, that was someone else? That must, be must, must have been somebody else, absolutely. Who's going to speak for the DeSantis family? Are you? Okay. You know what you're going to say? You know what you're going to say? Oh. 
Okay, I just want to thank the mayor, the council, the recreation committee, and all you wonderful people here to take the time out to support and recognize the impact that Ralph had on so many people. Um, I, I know he's smiling down tonight because he loved this field. He, um, he spent three months out of every year for 30 years down here. He loved the locker rooms even though they were falling apart. Um, he, he just, he, and he had so many wins here. Um, he, I, I know something else he would say too if he was here. He would apologize to all of the players that he had run the field and lose lunches and dinners and got poison ivy on the hill. <laughs> um, so th that's all I've got on behalf of my family. We just, we, we will just cherish this field forever and this night forever. And um, thank you to all of you. And thank you, Ralph. Vidini family, if you'd come forward. You got your courage up? Okay, would the Didini said this way, please? I love Ralph. So confused. That's I mean, that's why I got to get out of here. You know, how are you? Good to see you, Tony Vadini. Thank you, Mayor. Um, first of all, congratulations to the um, Ralph DeSantis family on this honorable occasion as well. And I want to echo what um, Mike Caruso said. I want to thank the mayor for this because this this has been in the works for a long time and. Uh, we're very happy that uh, we were able to do this for my father and Mr. DeSantis because it was a challenge, I'm sure, to get anything named. So really appreciate that. And uh, two things I want to say about my dad. That uh, number one, somebody was talking about all the cheerleaders. I think you were saying all the cheerleaders. When I was little, and I'd go visit him at the guidance counselor office in the back on his wall there. He had a, like a placard with all the different, you know, the, the graduating seniors and stuff like that. Not one male was ever on that board. <laughs> I could never understand that, but, you know, it's like I couldn't c complain about that either, though, but it was all females. And the second thing, I think if my dad was, if he's watching right now or if he was here, he'd say, this field was never in this kind of condition when he played, when they played down here. So thank God for that. But. On behalf of my family, my sister Cindy, my brothers Mark and Joe, my brother-in-law Tim, sister-in-law Beth, nephews, what's your name? <laughs> no, Nick. <laughs> Nick and Kaylee. Thank you very much. Very, very beautiful. We were very honored to, uh, to represent my father uh, on this uh, very special occasion. Thank you very much. One last thing. 
anybody who played for Ralph or Joe on any team, or they were your teacher, step forward. I want everyone to see that these are the people that remembered them on this day and why they remembered them. There are, in this group, now that I'm getting to see some of you, uh, Frank DeWolf, you probably are the elder statesman, are you not? Yep. Frank uh, was uh, class of 59. And uh, Joe... Right. Uh, Ruvalo was in 58, and then Joe in 59, but you, you were coached by Joe, and... Uh, Quite successful. You and Mark Glasgow and that crew, great group. And then I also look around and I see Nick Greer and I see Tom Kovach and Lou Caruse and you know, part of the championship, state championship team. How many of you guys are here? State championship team. Debronis? You know, we've, we've had only one state championship football team and it's those guys, and they did a spectacular. Joe was never so proud uh, as he was that day when they won that state championship. No question about it. Uh, we also have in, in, our, in our midst, uh, it's a trivia question that I asked at uh, Home Days, who is the only Brexville athlete who was on a state championship team, but not one team, two teams? And when I say that, two different sports. He was on one championship team, state champion, and then he was on another state championship team, Dominic Caruso, wrestling and soccer. So, Dominic, congratulations. As I look out, I mean, so many of you I know, and I know your accomplishments and all the great things you did, but... Think back, think about the impact that these two men had on us and uh, how we felt about them at the time. And, uh, you know, it, it's just rather amazing. Uh, today, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to get myself in trouble, but I don't know how many young people would have accepted the style of Joe Vidini today or the style of Ralph DeSantis today. It's a different world. You know, Joe always said, you got to pay the price. You have to pay the price for victory. And that was on the practice field. So, gentlemen, ladies, thank you all so very, very much for being here. As you depart, if you go by the signs and say a, a little thank you and a little prayer for these two fine individuals, uh, God bless them both. And there's no question about that. They were wonderful people. They did so much for so many of us. We'll always and always remember them. Thank you very much for being here. We're done. <laughs>